In the year before his re-election, President Obama met one-on-one with Russian President Dmitry Medvedev on the eve of a global nuclear security summit. The United States had recently set up missile launch facilities in Europe, and Medvedev called upon the Obama administration to prove it wasn't targeting Russia. In an exchange caught on tape by reporters, Obama could be heard saying, It's important for incoming Russian President Vladimir Putin to give me space. This is my last election. After my election, I have more flexibility. Republicans and the media pounced. Why is the American president whispering stealthy messages to the Russian president? Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney called Obama's remarks alarming and troubling and insisted the American people have a right to know where else he plans to be flexible in a second term. To most foreign policy experts, the president's comments were, at best, a savvy diplomatic maneuver that helped the missile program move forward without Russian objections, or, at worst, a frank statement about the limits of conducting sensitive international negotiations amid the gotcha-style politics of an election year. But to his critics, the unscripted comments were evidence of the president's systematic abuse of executive authority. The president was incapable of working cooperatively with Congress, and so he boxed out the people's elected representatives and ruled by fiat. Though liberals might dismiss it, this line of argument actually began to resonate with the American people. In 2015, the Pew Research Center asked hundreds of Americans to describe the president in one word. The fourth most common response was, drumroll, dictator, preceded indecisively by good, incompetent, and intelligent. In this chapter, we explore whether the United States has, under President Obama, morphed from a representative democracy to a dictatorship. Spoiler alert, it hasn't. But let's explore, and explode, the case to the contrary. Executive Orders The Charge President Obama has abused his authority, issuing tons of executive orders that range from raising the minimum wage of government workers to granting amnesty to millions of undocumented immigrants. Senator Jeff Sessions, a Republican from Alabama, insisted President Obama undermined the moral integrity of immigration law and even the constitutional separation of powers. In an interview with Megyn Kelly on Fox News, Sessions stated flatly, The president has no authority to do this. It's against the law. When the president announced in his 2014 State of the Union address he would use his executive authority to raise the minimum wage for government contractors to $10.10 an hour, conservative radio host Glenn Beck took to the airwaves and exclaimed that, over and over again, the president said he would use his executive power to get his way. This was the State of the Union where our president declared he would become America's first dictator. Later on, House Speaker John Boehner dispatched his spokesman to claim Emperor Obama would leave a legacy of lawlessness. The Reality Everyone who ever watched Schoolhouse Rock as a kid knows it's Congress's job to create laws, not the President's. The problem is, for much of President Obama's term, Congress simply didn't do its job. 
The two sessions of Congress that convened from 2011 to 2014 were among the least productive in modern history, leading pundits to resurrect the Truman-era title, the Do-Nothing Congress. Instead of taking on the major public policy issues of the day, Republicans in Congress spent their energy on things like voting, unsuccessfully, more than 60 times to repeal or restrict Obamacare. Believe it or not, this dithering was part of a longer-term political strategy. The leader of the Senate Republicans, Mitch McConnell, straight up told an interviewer, a couple of months before this period began, the single most important thing we want to achieve is for President Obama to be a one-term president. They obviously failed in that endeavor, and four years later, when his party gained control of the Senate, he told the Washington Post he was trying to ensure that the Republican Party avoids appearing scary to voters ahead of the 2016 presidential contest.